What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Draft Vice. It is Walter. It is Harry, the Van S. Uh, one and only. The one and only. Uh, it's been, we're, we're past the combine now. We're coming up to free agency. And uh, we're doing two more teams this week. Uh, we're doing the the Falcons and we're doing the Panthers, right? Before we get into that, Harry, NFC how have South you been? Edition. I've been very good. He's right. It, it is the NFC South edition. Uh, did, did you get to check the combine or no? Uh, I did not this year. Yeah, it's basically they post all the stuff on the wall. It's like it's like looking at somebody's report card, but actually watching them take the test as well. It's like, dude, you don't. It's going to be there later on. So I, it's not unless you're watching them do some of the drills. But even still, like the drills aren't always everything. The funny faces they make during the forty yard dash. Oh. <laughs> or oh, the dude, the one guy who dropped the f bomb on a live mic while he was doing the combine. I think it was like a receiver was doing the the what's it called the the tw- uh, the the, the bench press bench press that's right i was gonna say yeah i know that press. when you work in a gym yeah there you go um yeah so they were doing the bench press and one guy a guy like to rep 15 couldn't do 16 and he just let out a large large fuck so now we're now like explicit podcast on uh on draft vice uh, on itunes so uh yeah we're talking about the falcons nfc south edition you got it right um we'll we'll start out with some news because actually one of these ha- the news has to do with some of the teams is uh the the Chargers traded Russell Okung to the Panthers for uh right guard Tri Turner which they were apparently shopping uh you know trying to deal him out get a pick or a player back and uh so the Panthers uh, what does that sell you man it sounds like they're on rebuild mode yep especially cuz they were looking to sell him they were looking to get rid of him good contract like honestly for the team that gets him you're getting him at a really cheap deal cuz some of that deal was still uh retained by Carolina yeah they they took some uh they took about 6 million in dead cap from cuz it was uh the signing bonus so you're getting him from eight million this year, eleven million next year. Not bad for a guard who's been a multi multi year Pro Bowl player. So yeah, he hasn't started every game. What's weird though is that you're also getting rid of you know like the Chargers now don't have a left tackle or a right tackle, right? Like their nope. tackle situation was weird. It's weird for both teams, right? Because yeah. like Russell Okong is kind of like towards the end of his career. He had some blood clotting issues last year. He uh, he's a good tackle. Like when he's played, he's been good. But you know, if you have health issues, you're not entirely sure he's going to show up. Um, it's not a cheap contract. Like it's still an expensive contract. And then you know, you're you're trading away a left tackle to get a right guard. It's a very it was a weird trade. It's, yeah. It, it's first off for one team that seems to be in rebuild mode, not getting a pick for the player, not getting some kind of pick swap. Maybe there will be some news later on that they did do a pick swap or something. But without like seeing that, it's kind of weird to say you're in a rebuild. Granted, part of it is, is maybe they're maybe they say, you know what, interior offensive line just isn't that valuable. So maybe they're looking at it, going, you know what, we got some good O line guys, but we need a left tackle. We got a whole bunch of other guys. Let's get our 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 O line set, and maybe we'll go for a quarterback in the draft, or maybe we're going to punt it to next year. I, I think it's going to be like, uh, but I think they're selling rebuild. Yeah. And it was clear from a lot of the conversations, right? It was clear from uh, when they got rid of Ron Rivera and they hired Matt Rule. Uh, there was a uh, for the people who own the seats who have like the the season uh, season, tickets. season tickets. They sent out a massive letter saying, "Hey, 
it's going to be a rough couple of years. Like, they didn't really say that. They kind of, like, they worded Just implied it. it. Yeah, they, they really implied it. And now they're shopping around players. Uh, you know, right now, uh, the only player that seems like they're safe to me, uh, Taylor Moten, I think he's safe. Christian McCaffrey, obviously. I Really? Because, like, he's on, like, the last couple of years of his deal. Uh, he's young. If you're not looking to be, start, like, getting to the playoffs and getting to the Super Bowl right now, he's a young, athletic, like, re good receiving running back who can play all three downs, who you've already run a little bit into the ground. True, true. So I can see them trading him if they can get a good pick or a player out of him. Or even like move up and around or something. Like, I could see them getting rid of him, especially because also you know get a little of uh, extra cap maybe, or you get a pick. Like I said, a pick is probably what they're looking for. They're yeah. looking if they're not going to take a quarterback this year, maybe a pick in next year's draft. They're going to want that's a because that's a team that's like not ready to compete. They're no, almost doing the opposite of wanting to compete. They want to do the they want to be like, hey, we're in rebuild mode. So it's a team that doesn't have a lot of cap. Right, yeah, like it's it. it's got about twenty three million, better than the other team that's also going to be yep. talked about on this podcast. That one, they're in yeah. a little bit of a sore zone, if you would. They uh, they got about twenty three, twenty four million. They'll have a little bit more because uh, Dontari Poe has his team option this year. Yeah. So uh, they, and it sounds uh, the rumors have been that they're not going to take the option, so they're they're going to decline the option. He's going to be a free agent. And then they're going to get probably about an extra $10 million on their cap. So Dontari Poe now is probably going to be a free agent. And uh, the Carolina Panthers are going to have a little bit of extra spending money, about $38 million probably by that point, so or $35 million. It's a, And it's a team that's in, you know, they got uh, Matt Rule. They got Joe Brady. They, uh, they're picking in the top half of the draft. It's it, – it, 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 you're trying to figure out what they're gonna do. Like clearly, they're they're in rebuild mode now. Are they gonna trade back in the draft? Right? Like, what yeah. do you think about that? Not honestly, that, couldn't tell a, you. A crew sure. picks. They could, maybe they'll trade up. There's been rumors. You know, Joe Brady, buddies with. Uh, you know, he's the reason why. Uh, uh, or he might not be the reason why, but he sounds like he's the reason why. The whole reason why he got this job is because of Joe Burrow, right? Joe Burrow had that elite season in the the college football. Uh. So maybe I, I, I is like I don't see them going all the way up to number one because I think the Bengals are set on Joe yeah, Burrow. Yeah, I don't see the Bengals yeah. being like, yeah, we're gonna skip out on this Ohio kid, right? Especially because now they're talking about franchise tagging AJ Green, which sounds like that was a response because Joe Burrow said he wanted to play with AJ Green. Yeah, like that sounds like it was a response to something that was in their discussions. Like, hey, like I'm not gonna hold out or anything. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cause any problems. But you got to keep AJ Green around. It makes sense. It makes sense for for them to keep a guy to help their 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 uh, rookie QB develop. But what if Carolina likes Justin Herbert? Mm. You got to get in front of a, a couple of teams to get Herbert. Uh, assuming maybe, or you, or you might have to get a, a, if you're trying to get Tua, you're gonna have to trade up to get Tua. And they got a lot of good receivers. This is a all three of these quarterbacks are pretty solid. Yeah. You know, uh, you got Burrow, who probably had the best college football season, like, ever? Maybe. Uh -huh. We're going to have Scooby-Doo guest host Maybe. next week. Forget about Johnny Manziel in 2012, but... Yeah, don't don't bring up sore memories, man. Oh, that's right. For... 
the Johnny Manziel years, you know, when when a homeless man tells your your owner of the team that you should take a, a quarterback in the first round, you listen to him. Yeah, you got to draft Johnny Manziel. No, I don't think Joe Burrow's Johnny Manziel. Also, like we saw him run a pro style offense in the SEC against some great teams. I think he deserves to go number one. Me too. The guy who is his OC in college, Joe Brady. He's. Uh, we know what his offense might look like. It's probably going to look a little bit like Sean McVay's offense. It's going to be a lot of play action. Um, at least in the college world, they did a lot of uh, five-man protections, which means it's just the O-line protecting. Everybody else is going out wide. A little kind of spread system deal kind of going on there. So, A, you want everybody to be able to catch. The tight end, the receivers, the running back. Good thing they still have McCaffrey for right now. Um and they did a lot more of the uh, – or if you are, what you're doing – what they're doing is if they're not running all running routes. They're all running routes, but what they do is they chip block. Sometimes you'll have a slot receiver. Like you see this on the L.A. Rams where they chip block and then kind of go out into the flat with Cooper Cup or uh, or uh, Robert Woods. So I, I think Tua fits that system. I think Herbert fits that system very well. Herbert's the one that's the big red, uh, big like what's going to happen with this guy because yeah. he's definitely a better prospect than some other guys who have been drafted high in the past few years, right? Yeah. yeah. Would you have taken you know like if you compared him to Josh Allen? I think I, I oh, I'd take Herbert in a heartbeat over Josh Allen. Yeah, and I'm talking about like e evals coming out, but yeah. even now I would probably sit there and say I'd rather have Herbert. Um, strong arm, athletic. Uh, well, the one thing I would say is maybe the intangibles in Josh Allen. The want to be a leader role. People have played up a little bit with Josh Allen, but compare him to other players, right? The, Paxton uh, Lynch. Paxton Lynch. Now, some people think that he, may, you know, he's not that alpha dog leader, but he, you know, there's different kind of leaders. You don't have to be like Carson Wentz, or even Carson Wentz is not considered a true alpha dog leader. A lot of times, people were sitting there complaining about Carson Wentz's leadership, saying that he wasn't like this big alpha dog leading the the locker room, but. I think Herbert's an interesting question for him. I think Tua is an interesting question. It sounds like the medicals came back solid on Tua. Uh, you know, I think with Tua, the the issue is how comfortable do you feel going down the road? Multiple medical issues, right? There's yeah. been talk he could drop to the 20s or he gets drafted in the top five. And it's about a 50-50. Like, you could literally flip a coin, right? And if the Dolphins don't take Tua... Or maybe, you know, maybe if you really want to, are you, aren't you going to try and get to it then at that point? Are you, or are you going to be one of those teams that says, Hey, listen, we're going to wait till our guy comes to us. Different methodologies for when you do the draft. Right. Right. They also got a couple of guys that they can ship out. Right. Not a lot. The big one I think is Quan short. Yeah. Uh, if they're looking to tr get rid of their center, Matt paradise, they just gave him a contract last year, but you know, it depends. I, if you're thinking like, "Hey, we have to go. We're going to go full rebuild, full reboot," right? Then maybe getting rid of Paradise, especially because you already showed that you're not a big fan of interior offensive linemen. Maybe get rid of Paradise, who's like in his 30s. You just gave him a deal last year. You're going to eat some money on that deal. The other guy who I think they might trade is Quan Short, right? Yeah, 30 years old, so he's definitely not part of your future. Um, you're going to eat a lot of money on that deal. If you trade them away, it's going to probably be only a $3 million cap savings compared to like, he's still going to be about $17 million dead money cap. That's a lot of money, but you know, maybe you get a pick for him. Uh, maybe you can go ahead and get another player who you think is young and rising up again. I think what their game plan here is to get picks, get young players 
and try to clear some cap, right? You have, yeah. Maybe try to get the like $40 million, get that to roll over. All right. We're also in that weird situation of the, the CBA, right? The CBA has not been signed yet. They're voting on it. Uh, I think they'll probably have till next end of this week to go ahead to it, it, by, it, we actually they could have all voted yes on it by the time this gets released. Who knows? Like yeah. this, but uh, I, I don't think that's gonna be the the case. Sounds like there's a lot of opposition to the yeah. CBA right now, especially by big name players. But that's gonna be a thing that holds it up. We'll talk a little bit about the CBA towards the end. There's a little bit of news with the CBA about certain owners and how they feel about it. Some some owners. Uh, may or may not want the CBA to be accepted, but I think that's a little bit of just trying to 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 rumor it out there, rumor mill it, if you will. Let's get back to the Panthers, though, right? The yeah. Panthers, the Carolina Panthers. You know, it's the big question with the Carolina Panthers, though, right? Yep. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Is he going to be back or not? Is he going to be back? You know, the, the big question right now. I mean, Matt Rule said he's going to be the he's the 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 penciled in starter for twenty twenty. Um. Also, the owner said, like, hey, everything comes down to health. It sounds like the owner is more willing to give up on Cam than Matt yeah, Rule. Yeah. I think Matt Rule knows, though, that he has to at least make it sound like he's all in on Cam right. up until the moment they get rid of Cam. Cam has not been healthy. He has not been healthy in quite a few years. He hasn't he hasn't been the same player since 2015. Yeah, I remember that year, man. That was, that was, wow, that was awesome. Feels like it was last year. It was so Five years ago now. I know. Oh, my God. I'm old. Dude, that was so. Uh, I remember because I had Cam Newton that year on my team, on my fantasy team. Yeah, dude, I, I picked him off off the streets. Every once in a while, you find those good quarterbacks that just go like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I remember I won my league that year with Tyrod Taylor as my quarterback. Or discount Cam Newton. Yeah, pretty much. And there's been rumors to the Chargers about Cam Newton, about interesting Cam Newton. I it, I don't know what's gonna end up. Like maybe that, maybe that's why the Chargers are like, hey. We already have one deal with you guys. You know, we have Tyrod. Maybe we can run a system that works for both of these guys. Yeah. Um, Chargers, I, we're not really talking about the Chargers. They just re-signed Austin Eckler to a deal. So that means bye-bye to Melvin Gordon in all likelihood. I think it meant that already. His yeah. deal was not as big as what Melvin Gordon's looking for, too. Like, yeah. Melvin Gordon's looking for, like, a $10 million a year deal. Austin Eckler's deal is about $6 million a and Austin, year. And Austin Eckler played amazing, like, while, uh, while Melvin Gordon was holding out also. And he plays like a very good, like he's a he's a slot receiver, yeah. like he's a he's a slot back. He's a he's an undersized running back who can catch the ball, run decent routes. Uh, you can use him in multiple ways. I think they're drafting a running back this year too, yeah. but it's good because it gives you coverage, right? You get a guy, you know, you have him locked up for the next two three years. If you want to get rid of him, you know, after next year you'll be fine. He, you know, he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on his tires. And meanwhile, you're getting rid of Melvin Gordon. Uh, and he's going to walk in free agency, maybe go to a team, sign a deal there, and you're not looking at overpaying a running back, making the same mistake a lot of other teams have made, yep. L.A. Rams uh, and Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Back to Cam Newton, though, right? Like, that's a – that it, it comes down to what you're getting for him, right? Like, you got like, they're probably looking for a pick. What, what would you pay to get Cam Newton on your team? Well, you're a Jets Sam, Dar fan. Sam Darnold. Yeah, you would trade Sam Darnold yes. for Cam Newton. Yes, I'm pretty sure the Panthers would sign up for that right now. Like they Let's would do totally it. take that deal. I'm not of a. I'm not a fan of that. I think if you get Sam Darnold a good O line, which I think they're in the the market for building up their O line. I honestly, we're talking about the Jets. By the way, some news with uh, Quentin Williams. Oh man! Wait wait, 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 wait. That's not what you were talking about. There's a lot of news with the Jets. They're rumored to be uh, in the running to go ahead and trade for Trent Williams. 
Uh, but you're right. Uh, Quinn and Williams got arrested on uh, on a flight uh, before he even got on the airplane. He got arrested at LaGuardia Airport. I wonder where he was going. He was going to LaGuardia. Not from New York. LaGuardia is like one of the three airports in the New York or four airports in the New York area. Just just a quick question. Like, if this is like being a criminal 101, the last place you go with your gun is the fucking airport. So I think there's a question as to whether it was considered loaded, right? That's, uh, yeah. I'm a lawyer, everybody. I actually looked this up. I didn't even plan to talk about this whole thing. Uh, that and the CBA, a lot of big legal news this week with, uh, with uh, the the NFL and with New York's gun laws, it, it really comes down to the question of was he was it loaded? And I think the issue here is where it was stored. And you know, they said, oh, like you know, he's trying to get on the airplane with a loaded handgun. Could have been in a bag, or uh, I again, I don't know what yeah. he had. I don't, you know, it depends on you know. They're saying uh, like because uh, I didn't get to see the charges, right? So New York has three different levels of charges for criminal possession of a weapon, and it, this could be the lowest version, which is a misdemeanor, which probably means like, you know, it was, it might even be kicked it, it, or, and again, he has a uh, permit for it in Alabama. He does not have a permit for the gun in New York, but I, I it's going to be an interesting case. I, I want to, I'm going to keep tabs on it. Maybe do a, a video in the future as more facts come out with Quinn and Williams with it. Uh, his lawyer made a statement on it the other day. He said, this is probably going to get cleared up relatively quickly. I mean, I would probably say the same thing if I was his lawyer too. So, um, I'm not, right. and I do not play one on TV either. Free, he does play one in a porno though. I did once. It, I was actually just the guy in the background though. It was a background lawyer in the porno. Quick question: Do like porn lawyers and porn doctors get paid more than like porn firefighters and porn plumbers? We do, but it's not at the same rate. Got it. Yes. Um, back to, we're, we're on the Panthers, right? This, yeah. we, we've taken some very interesting, meticulous turns on this podcast. Back to the Panthers, everybody. Uh, I don't think they're going to be signing a lot of free agents. I think their deal here is getting rid of guys, right? Yeah. Like I said, they might trade Quan Short, maybe Matt Paradise. They let Greg Olson, they actually released Greg Olson. Yeah. A, a staple for the franchise for the last 10 years. It's gone now. Yep. And now on the Seahawks. Yeah. So... I think I like their receiving core, right? Like DJ Moore played really well. I think he's there for the long term. Curtis Samuel, uh, a Gettleman draft guy, who actually I think is very athletic, very fast. Same draft class as Christian McCaffrey. I think they keep him. Um, I think the the main ones uh, outside of Trey Turner, who already got traded, is Cam Newton, man. Yeah. Like we were talking about Cam Newton, Quan Short, uh, Shaq Thompson. The, the the linebacker as well. If they're not, it depends on how they feel about linebackers, right? If you love your linebackers, you're going to keep them. If you don't love your linebackers, keep in mind they lost Luke Keekley this year too. That's right. Um, forgot he retired. Just yeah, they're not re-signing Bradbury either. Yeah. That was another guy who they kind of just like they're like, all right, you're going to free agency as well. Like I said, I think they're trying to keep as much cap as they can. They're changing up their system. I think Brian Burns is safe. I think there's a few guys there that are safe. Outside of those guys, I think it's for sale season, man. That's it. And I think McCaffrey might even be one of the guys who they sell. And I'm very interested in this team. You know, like Matt Rule went, was it one in, it was a one in 11 or something in college football his first year at uh, Temple. And it was, or was it two in 10 and one in 11? Basically, his first year, each of his prior stops, he went basically less than two wins. 
Baylor and Temple. But the reason they took him is because the guy's a program builder. And what happened the following year? He was uh, last year. He was in the running for uh, Baylor. Was in the running to potentially be in the college football playoffs. Yeah. So. Right there, that shows that he does build these programs. He he made Baylor better within three years. He made Temple, Temple better. better. I think that uh, I, I'm I'm interested in Matt Rule. I want to see what he's adapting to the NFL with. You know, he brought in a lot of college guys, a lot of college guys, and that college doesn't always translate to the NFL. But I kind of like the guys he's brought in. Like I said, Joe Brady. Um, Maybe they're going to look for maybe a more athletic offensive lineman. They're going to be running a lot more probably outside zone versus a lot of power. Again, I'm thinking draft-wise, they're going to go after guys like Jefferson. Uh, might go after Justin Jefferson from LSU. Might go after uh, somebody like a uh, – who's the other one that I was thinking of? Some of the guys from uh, – you know, guys basically connected to Baylor, Temple, and uh, LSU. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, guys who fit their offense and defense, uh, who, again, I think are going to be staples for the long term. But they already – because the good thing about coming from college, right, you saw this a lot of teams – a lot of times when you do see guys coming out of college, like uh, when Pete Carroll came out of college, right, he had the inside scoop on certain guys. And from being in that conference and from playing some of them and also doing the recruiting. So when you have this in-depth like knowledge of uh, the recruiting process and you get to watch these guys in games and know them, you might have a better idea of uh, how they adapt to the NFL. I think it's a – Panthers are going to be an interesting team yes, this year. Yes, they will. I'm not uh, – I, I, this year maybe not right away. I, the real question is can they get a candidate – if they're not going to take a quarterback, they must find a way to trade down, right? Get some picks for the following years, right? Yeah. I think, uh, and if some guys they can maybe target in the draft, you know, if they're looking to build up the O line, like they just trade for Okung, maybe they're looking to fix up the the right side. Again, good tackle draft. If they're looking to get some receivers, there's guys all throughout this draft they can get. If they're looking to, you know, I know previously they've been big on the interior of the defensive line. You know, Kinlaw is going to be there. Listen, this isn't a Gettleman draft. They're not going to just take every D tackle on the planet anymore. So, I think Isaiah Simmons, man. Another yeah. if they're going to stay in the top ten, and not take a quarterback. Isaiah Simmons is a good pickup. A lot of people have been tagging them for him. Um, he plays all over the. You know, did you hit him at the combine? Ran a four three nine. Everybody, I didn't put up nine because I have to hold the mic. But it's a four three nine. This guy ran. He's fast at at two hundred and like something pounds. Two hundred and thirty something pounds. 6'3", he's rangy, he can play safety, he can play linebacker, he's just all sorts of athletic levels of sexy, man. Isaiah Simmons, I'm a huge fan of. I think, you know, he's a, in my book, he's a top 10 pick. Uh, A couple of other guys who they might look at is maybe, you know, we're looking at a different staff now. Maybe they're going to benefit, maybe they like corners more, right? A Jeffrey Okuda, maybe a Henderson, getting guys who can, you know, play coverage really well. Uh, Again, they let, they let, Bradbury leave in free agency, so they do need corners. I, again, this is a team. I think. What What do you think their win percentage is going to be next year? Like, how many t- games do you think they're going to win next year? Panthers. Uh, I'm going to go. Thanks to they'll, they'll surprise a couple of people. I think they'll go three to five. Three to five. I think that's perfect. I think three to five is perfect. I'm going to say four. Oh, so right in the middle. Yeah, I think four. I think three. Three. I, you know, I I don't think they're going to go zero sixteen. I think they'll eventually get some wins. I think it's going to be like a Flores situation, right? Gonna it's going to start out really weird and then go harder. Yeah, they're going to have to play the Falcons twice a year, and they're not going to be good. 
Who knows what the Bucs We're going to get into the Falcons. Hang yes. on. Don't jump uh, down the throat. I, I have a higher That's opinion true. of the Falcons than you do, I think. You probably um, do. Yeah, probably. Uh, they got a they got a few picks, right? Um, let me just pull this up. Sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah. They got they've they've got all their picks for the first five rounds. That's uh, that's good on them. Uh, again, I think they're gonna trade down, get some picks maybe for next year, get some extra players this year. I think this is another thing where they're gonna try and pull what the Miami Dolphins have been doing, what the Browns did try to build up a team through the draft and build up with younger players and play them and build your program. Uh, the only thing is we're not going to really see like guys who are free agents who they can definitely target. And again, they don't have a super amount of cap room. It sounds more like they're going to use the rollover method. So Panthers, it's going to be a rough process, right? Hopefully, hopefully it's going to be not as painful as it was for Browns fans. Just going to say just gonna say we got some good players out of it though we did let's talk falcons right as i as i sit here crying dirty birds the dirty birds the um matt ryan's friends dude we were talking before about the falcons um they don't have a lot of cap they got about four million in cap if they're lucky right if they're lucky yeah they got guys leaving, like an Austin Hooper but is leaving. Vic Beasley's leaving. Vic Beasley's leaving. They announced that. They said that on Twitter. They, they were like, like "We're." D-. It was funny. They posted a tweet. Somebody goes, "What's your source?" It goes, "Us, the Falcons." <laughs> it was the official account. So yeah, no Vic Beasley. Uh, Claiborne might be leaving. It sounds like they don't have a lot of money, so they're probably not resigning Claiborne. Uh, I'm gonna say. They have four million, right? Four yeah. million in cap. They got two extra second round picks. They went on a run at the end of the year, right? Dan yeah. Quinn, right? He was about everybody's like, he's gonna get fired, right? Dan Quinn's getting fired, and he didn't get fired. He no. stayed because he won six games with that roster. Which I don't think is a bad roster. Yeah. Uh you know, you actually got like, years removed from a Super Bowl appearance. I think well, that's also why they gave him some time. They know it's a it's he got them to the Super Bowl, right? Um, he's been having issues since he lost Kyle Shanahan. Their defense has not played what you would think they were going to play at. Um, but it, it, not for nothing. When you look at their defense, right? They spent a lot on that defense. They got, you know, they, they, they drafted pass rushers multiple times. They got Grady Jarrett, who is probably their best, you know, is probably one of the best D tackles in the NFL. Probably at least top, you know, tier two, tier one D tackle. Very good pass rusher. He's probably what makes their defense really good. He, uh, they, they drafted Tack McKinley. They have so much speed on that defense. Like, this seems like a team that should bounce back. They got Keanu Neal, um, Desmond Trufant, good man corner. And is, he's been a star for them, but I think he's going to be hitting his, uh, his back seven soon. His back nine. Yeah. He's he's getting old. He's getting up and along in the tooth. Uh they got a few guys who they can cut though. They can cut Keanu Neal if they don't love him, right? They got Alan Bailey, who they can get an extra four million out of cutting him. They've got Tyson Brelo, right? They just gave him a little bit of a deal last year, five million. They could save an extra three from cutting him. They get rid of Devontae Freeman. Devontae Freeman. Yes, the uh, the famed running back. That's he's still going to be a cap hit though. That's yeah. the annoying thing with him. But decent deal to you know, they, you know they can get rid of him. 
It's going to be a sad day. They probably should look into releasing him. He's a running back. If you're going to cut corners, you can cut corners at running back, especially this year in the draft, man. Yeah. Good year for running backs. You know, we saw a couple of guys perform. Jonathan Taylor ran a four. Everybody who I love ran a four three nine. Right? Everybody's running four three nine. I think Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he he fits what they want to do because it for a while. I mean, he can run the outside zone scheme. He's a good one cut runner. He uh he, he's he's got speed. He's got you know he, you're not gonna track him down. I I think he, he's a good running back. Uh, I don't. He's not my favorite. Yeah. He's not close to my favorite, to be honest. Uh, I, I prefer uh, a couple of other guys in the draft: J.K. Dobbins, uh, DeAndre Swift, Clyde's Edward Lair, who did not do well in the in the in the NFL uh, combine. combine. No, he did not. He ran. A, he ran very slow. But so did Kareem Hunt. Everybody, and if Kareem Hunt can do it, well, Kareem Hunt can do it. <laughs> that has meanings in places other than football. Also, he's a really good kicker. Yes, he is. Although I have a whole uh, rant on that. Uh, another guy who they can like, I don't think the the Falcons are rebuilding, but another guy who they could cut or release or trade, Alex Mack. Yeah, a lot of money left on that deal. Um, they can get about eight million of free cap space from getting rid of Mack. I don't think they do it because he's still a really good center. He's the linchpin of that offensive line. They just spent two picks last year trying to build up that offensive line. So why make it weaker? Yeah. Right, you know, Ty Sambrello is a backup essentially. They got Caleb McGarry as well. He had some health issues. Um, they they drafted Lindstrom in the first round last year. They traded up to get to get uh, McGarry. Uh, they traded away Muhammad Sanu during the year to the Patriots yep. and got a second round pick for him. Man, that is some that good, good. deal making. And because like I like Sanu, but I don't think he was worth a no. second round. Especially when you have a when you have a Calvin Ridley go along with. Julio Jones. By the way, I love me some Calvin Ridley. I love the Calvin Ridley. Um, you know, honestly, I think that was probably one of their best draft picks in the last 100%. few years. He fell to them. That was, oh my God, man. Oh, he, like I said, he's in that Amari Cooper phylum, man. Like I, people forget, like uh, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Calvin. Those guys are good. They're like they're good route runners, and they do things. This is why I'm a big Jerry Judy fan. I got. I have a. I have a, a friend who wants to get on the podcast. I'm going to debate him on the the Jerry Judy versus the Ceedee Lamb fight. And I, I think there's good arguments for both. I at least think those are both accurate debates. And there's also Henry Ruggs, another receiver. I don't know why I'm going off into these receiver rants. Especially Bama receivers talk about Judy, Cooper, Ridley, Julio. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're drafting a receiver. They're well. They're also drafting at 16 in the first round. Yeah. Um. That's a weird, like it's a weird spot because it's like, who are they going to target, right? This feels like a team that's going to draft again somebody who's on defense, right? That's a team that like it because they just keep on not being good on defense. Um, but like it's not like they're bad on defense either. Like they just have a lot of speed. You think they would get like? I just I don't know, man. That's a team that I don't get. You got a defensive head coach and it just never seems like it clicks, right? Right. And. They've been through multiple offensive coordinators. Dirk Cotter is not a good OC. He is not. A, you, you mean you know what? Dirk Cotter made a, what's his name? Sarkeesian look like a good OC. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Bring back Sarkeesian. They're losing Austin Hooper, right? Their checkdown guy from last year, because uh, that's what Austin Hooper did in that offense. He was the checkdown guy. Yeah. He uh, he's gonna probably go to another team. They're definitely not gonna be able to pay him unless they're really trying to scrape together money. 
I think that's a team that might that's really banking on the CBA getting signed so they can get some cap relief out of it. Hopefully, that's why everybody's like hanging off on you know the new league year because they're like, oh, hopefully they sign the new CBA, we get a little bit of cap relief. Uh, Atlanta's definitely one of those teams yeah. that needs the cap relief, right? Like that's one of the teams that's like, hey, we can use the cap relief. Maybe we can sign Austin Hooper if we get like a little bit of a little bit of extra cap. I don't know how well that's going to go over, but that's definitely the team that's interested in that. They, they, like I said, they have two second round picks. I think they, ha- I think they have to definitely go hard at defense and running back, right? I think uh, first round, you know, D tackle. Well, the problem is defense is a weird thing in this draft, right? Edge rusher, there may be two guys like Caleb on Chase on, looks decent, but kind of a risky pick. He hasn't been like really, really good. Maybe you can get an AJ Epinesa again, a guy who I'm not super big fan of. Um, and you're not getting Chase Young. We already know that yeah. they're not getting Chase Young. Uh, maybe some D tackles. Um, some guys they could look at are Jordan Elliott in like the second round. Uh, they could look at Kinlaw in the first round. I think everybody's been tying them with Kinlaw because again, D tackle, very you know, very good D tackle. Him and uh, him and Derek Brown. Everybody keeps talking about potentially to them. I don't think Derek Brown falls that far. I think Derek Brown's uh, what's it called? His uh. His fandom, I think, is there. I think people are going to at least like him enough yeah. to try to take him higher. But, again, and maybe another potential one if he slips. Uh, I think they would go all over themselves to get Isaiah Simmons. I don't think he's falling to 16. But you never know, right? Honestly, the other thing I think is maybe potentially look at getting a better right tackle. I know you drafted one last year. You trade up in the to the first round from the second round to get him. But it's a good tackle class. And I guess I'm just draft tackles all the time guy uh they do need corners right yep um henderson fulton's a big one that gets tied to them right Fulton would be good if you had fulton and true font and you just gotta like, get the middle to work really well for you and then uh you're golden you have a good defense you just gotta pass rush right maybe blitz more at that thing you do when you add extra rushers maybe stunt take something from the baltimore ravens run on defense right so I Falcons are in a weird spot, right? You you think they're not going to do well next year? Not at all. I disagree. I think I, I I think I think right. As long as that guy Kirk Cotter's not holding them back, right? And listen, they played well at the end of the year, right? They got six they wins. There's nothing to me. They got seven wins to this year, right? They got six wins after getting like no uh, one win in like seven games. So they went on a run. They beat the Saints. They beat the you know they're they're in a very high profile game. Um, they've got a lot of good weapons. Julio, you know, it's, Julio's getting up in that mm-hmm. age bracket, man. So is Matt Ryan. So is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a quarterback, though. You don't True. always worry about that too much. Although you never know. Yeah, you never know. Never know. Might be time to X out on that Matt Ryan uh, game, but I don't think they're in the spot to get a new quarterback anyway. Not not in not the yet. first round. Yeah, maybe. Jake Fromm falls like the third round. We'll see. That might be a good move. Or second, even like the second, second round pick, maybe take Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm from State Farm. That's, that's actually his uh, his Twitter handle. Really, Jake Fromm. Oh, Jake. Jake Fromm State Farm. Farm. Yeah. That's a Hall of Fame of Twitter names. Yeah, right? There you go. Um, I'm uh, I'm a big fan of them trying to take a running back in this draft, especially, like I said before, a lot of good running backs. Yeah. Um, not a big fan of Dirk Cotter. Wish they would fire him, 
But Dan, I was not a big fan of Dan Quinn firing all of his assistants anyway last year. I kind of saw them taking a step back. And uh, big question is, do you think this is Dan Quinn's last year? Yes. Well, there you have it, folks. Dan Straight Quinn. Straight from the horse's mouth. Dan, prediction here, Dan Quinn's on his last legs. Um, Falcons, like I said, not going to be able to get much of free agency. They got $4 million, right? Uh, losing Justin Hardy, that's not a big deal. Uh, Jack Crawford, D-tackle, not that big of a deal. I think uh, I think this is going to be a weird team. It's going to be stuck in a little bit of purgatory until they make a decision going forward. And I think they'll do better than Carolina. We're not at the way too early predictions part yet. I, I But I don't think they're anywhere close to being one of the better teams in that division. So... They couldn't surprise you though. I think they're gonna be like a like a seven and nine team again, six and ten. It's it's gonna be Jeff Fisher town there for a bit. I think that's that's gonna be where that team goes. We're gonna talk free agency, right? Let's talk some free some corners, agency. Right? Some corners, some safeties, it's defensive back time, right? There's a lot of guys going into free agency. You know, some guys are already free agents because they've been cut. Right? You got uh you got Josh Norman, he was cut. Yep. He was just off a big deal. He was in Car- he was in, uh, he was in Carolina, the- then went over to Washington. Yeah, I don't think they're taking him back to Carolina. No, uh, especially especially as we mentioned, they're looking in they're in rebuild mode. Last kind of guy you'd want for that. So. Oh yeah, no, that's definitely not their style. I heard a little bit of rumors, maybe a him to the Bills. Right, gets back to Sean McDermott town. I think they even checked in on him, so maybe that he signs to a cheap deal to go over there. Uh, that's really the major place I could see him going, right? That's Josh Norman does not have a lot of uh, eager friends. Like you know, it just I think it's he's got a few spots he could fit in. Usually yeah. a lot more zone spots. Maybe he'll yeah. go to like uh, Kansas City and take a cheap deal. Maybe he can get a, another Super Bowl again. I don't see it happening. No. I don't. I don't see people. I don't see teams wanting to sign him. He just was not good. He was oh, he was decent in zone. Oh, yeah, good zone. Awful in man. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I think he's kind of towards the, the head of case as well. Head case, he's slower now. He wasn't that fast to begin with, so I don't know. I think he's kind of on the, the last legs of his career. Uh, you got Chris Harris, right? Corner out of Denver. Former Denver Bronco, yeah. Well, now for, soon yeah. to be former Denver Bronco, right? He's uh, he's hitting 32. He uh, He's not going to be back with Denver. Very good slot corner. Pretty decent on the outside. Didn't really fit very well in Vangio's scheme, but fit decently. Still played very well. Um, I think he might go to a team that might be close to a Super Bowl again. You know, I think he might look at it as his last shot. I know he was looking for way more money. Uh, not way more, but I know he was looking for more money than what the Denver Broncos were looking to give him. Like, I think they were offering him like $12 million. I think he wanted more. And if you look, so we're talking about the Denver Broncos, right? They just traded for A.J. Bouye, right? From from Jacksonville. From Jacksonville. And he had a $15 million deal. So I, it tells me that the market's going to change soon on cornerback, everybody. Because if you're looking at that as a good deal and, and you know, Jacksonville needed to get rid of him, you know, get some cap relief. They got a fourth-round pick in return. That's a weird deal, right? And only a fourth-round pick for him. But that'll tell you that that it's gonna go up. It's gonna, you know, I think he, I, I think what uh, Chris Harris was looking for was maybe like closer to what AJ Boye was getting now, um, which also means that Denver's not no longer in the Byron Jones race, right? Like they kind of were rumored to be close to like going in on getting Byron Jones. 
A call that I made before the rumors started coming up about it, by the way. That's why you listen to this podcast. Uh, hopefully. Eh. But, uh, so Denver's probably not going to be tied to Byron Jones. He's the big one in free agency, yeah. right? He's the big ticket guy. He's the one that everybody's pining for. He's looking to maybe get $18 million, man. Yeah. Woo. That's a lot. And there's going to definitely be teams that are interested in paying him that. I know uh, I know that there's some teams that should be interested. He's very versatile. There's a reason why I saw him very well with the Denver Broncos. Um, I think some other scheme spots, you know, like I think anybody who's looking for another corner or a top-end corner is going to go after Byron Jones. Uh, it's also Bradley Roby, who's a free agent. So that might be another option. Uh some uh what's the other ones that's gonna come up roby coleman of uh the la rams i think he's a he's a potential option for some teams jimmy smith right yeah he's getting long in the tooth as well but he, he's played well but he's been injured he's barely played the last few years and that was always kind of like the big siphon on the baltimore defense like they, they would they'd have jimmy smith for a few minutes and then he would go out and be injured and then he'd come back and then be injured again so i like jimmy smith but uh, I think he's going to be one of those guys who takes a low-end deal, maybe gets to a, like a playoff contender, or maybe he retires soon. Maybe he wants to retire as a Baltimore Raven. Maybe he's kind of done. Maybe he comes back to the Ravens, goes back to the Ravens. Um, there's also uh, Logan Ryan. Yes. Titans, uh, slot corner. He's played really well. Former New England Patriot. Well, that was the thing. Like yeah. Former New England Patriot, played well for them. Started out a little slow in uh, on the Titans and then kind of picked back up. I could see him going back to the Patriots. I could see him taking a deal somewhere else. You know, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's definitely a big one, especially because they they're, oh, talking they about, they're talking about getting rid of Darius Slay. Yeah, the thing with getting rid of Darius Slay again, like this quarter market's going to be weird. There's a ton of names. There's Claiborne. There's Breland. Um, there's Roby Coleman, Tremont Williams, Jonathan Joseph. Darquiz Denard, there's so many names that are potential names that could just be out there that it's so hard to gauge where they're going to go, who's going to get what on the market, and and uh, especially now you have Darius Slay on the the Lions, they might look at it and go, you know what, like we can get we can get rid of uh, a contract here, we might get a good pick out of it. He's a good man, cut a corner, he plays well in a lot of schemes. You know, there was rumors him going to Denver was a big one. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the Lions are going to get for Slay. It's kind of a weird situation with him, but he's been good the last few years. So, you know, I, I think – but I think it's a little risky to just be trading away, you know, your top corner. But they've been rumored to be interested on Byron Jones, right? That's another you know, corner going into this offseason that they might go after, and they might use a little bit of that cap relief from getting rid of Darius Slay to grab Byron Jones. So that uh, Travis, uh, Travis Carey from Cleveland's another guy who played really well in the slot. He had a little bit of heavier deal. I'm shocked they didn't just try to trade him, but I think there's a good reason why he didn't get traded. I think is they, they needed the cap relief and they kind of they didn't need it, but they kind of wanted it. I think they're going to be spending differently in free agency. But again, another guy he played well in the slot. You know, some teams that need a slot corner. A uh, spare guy who could play outside, maybe not great outside, but solid outside. He's a good one to go after. It's, it's a very deep free agent class or corner. And then not only that, but also in the draft. Like I said before, there's you know Akuda and Fulton at the top and Henderson. 
and it goes, it, you know, there's digs there. They're going to do like a, a draft preview episode in a, a couple of weeks with some of these players. And you're going to look at them and be like, wow, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys who have a lot of potential, fit in a lot of different schemes. Corner is becoming a weird position. because A, it's definitely, corner is becoming what safety already was, which is there's so many of them now. Again, for a while, it was just like certain teams had top-end corners. Yeah. And now it's becoming a thing of like, oh, wow, this guy ended up here. This guy this guy plays well. This guy plays well. Because I think there's a lot of guys who came out of college who were really good. Yeah. He had a good draft of corners a few years ago. The Trey White year. The Trey White and Marshawn Lattimore year. You know, Jadobia Wuzier came out that year. So you have a lot of guys, a lot of teams that defense has got better for a good – like, it's weird. It feels like every other year there's a good defensive draft. You know, a lot of these good corners come out, a lot of good defensive ends. And, and then this year, it's a weird year. It's a bad year on defense, I feel. Yeah. Like. A lot of good offensive players. A ton. And I think that you're going to see that in the NFL this year. I think you're going to see a change in how some of these teams play. I, I think you're going to see a, a big offensive burst again. This year, it seemed like everybody was a little bit down. There's a lot of more spreading the ball around. You know, next year, because you're going to have a lot more receivers, more running backs coming in. And then a lot of new offensive linemen who look like they're going to be good starters for the long term. The next two years, I think your offenses are going to take a step forward again. So, you know, everybody was complaining. I think it was, it was this year it was a little bit down in points, yeah. uh, scoring. I just think it's a cycle. Like, you get new guys that come in, and especially defensively, I think you could scout them better on defense sometimes. And you could see what guys are going to be really good coming in. And corner is one of those positions where it takes a little bit of time, but you can kind of see what they can do really well in the, I think, uh, especially the top end guys. I, and again, like a lot of the free agents have been out there. Like safety is like one of those things scheme specific as well. So now teams are figuring out like what they need for their schemes and they're going, all right, we'll go with these guys. It's a, it's a very interesting position group this year. And then safety. Safety is another weird one. Safety is a weird one in this draft. It's a weird one in general. Safety is the hardest one sometimes to predict in the draft, too, right? You had, like, Derwin James who falls to, like, you know, ha second half of the first round where a lot of people would have been willing to take him top 10. But it comes down to need. It comes down to scheme fit. You know, you have Tony Jefferson who just got released. You have Malcolm Jenkins, uh, Devin McCourty. Uh, you know, and then back to the the cornerback thing, Prince of Mukamara, you know, just got released yeah. uh, by the Bears. I think he could easily go to Denver. Oh, hell yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be an interesting year for some of these for, for some of these position groups, and some guys are not gonna get a lot of money, but they're gonna play pretty damn well. Now, hopefully, they're gonna get more money because of the you know the CBA, CBA goes up. There's something about just the design of the NFL, right, where the top end guys get most of the money, and then you try to fill out your roster in other spots. It just feels like that's the thing of the mm -hmm. NFL. So, uh. If you want, you can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow Harry at Harry Van Ness on Instagram.com. Real hard to uh, have to Repeat say. Repeat I want to hear it again. Harry Van Ness on, at Instagram. On Instagram and on, at Instagram. Yes. Say it one more time. At, at Harry Van Ness on Instagram. On the Instagram, yes, really? On the Instagram. He's on Instagram, everybody. And you follow, first. You can follow me at DraftVice on. Or you can follow me at Brojo Death Punch on Instagram and Twitter. And like I said before, you can follow the podcast. You know, 
on the the podcast accounts draftvice and underscore football on instagram uh also like the the you're watching this on the youtube or if you're not watching on youtube you're listening to it go on youtube find it like it love it gotta have it um leave a comment or a review and uh again if you are uh, listening to it right leave a review uh we will shout you out if you leave a review and leave your name on we'll we'll plug whatever you put in the review section how about that um and uh that's about it uh have a good week hopefully uh you know the the panthers and the falcons don't have this as bad of a, a year although i think the nfc south is going to be owned by uh, drew Brees this year when i woke up this morning i was feeling pretty dangerous about the past, about the people.